Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Han Talks First, episode 149. That's two and a half years of podcasting, one away from 150. I would have to say that is pretty impressive, most impressive. We got a lot of great things to talk about today. A lot of news. No main topics today because there's so much news to talk about. And I know I promised you two episodes last week, but I got just way too busy. I got a new job that I just started and tons of other things going on on my plate right now. But we're here. It's Star Wars Sunday. So let's jump right into it. You're listening to Han Talks First. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. What in the world are we talking about today? Well, just so you guys know, I'm going to give you a quick overview and then we're going to jump right into it. So basically, we're talking about the new Mandalorian Disney Plus gallery episode that is coming later this week, actually Tuesday night at midnight if you're on the West Coast of America or Wednesday morning if you're in other parts of the world. We're also talking about the Star Wars Visions official trailer that just came out, which blew people away, both an English dub and a Japanese version. And then we're also talking about Lego Star Wars. Yes, we're talking about that yet again because there's more updates coming also obi-wan kenobi news as the title down below suggests right there uh obi-wan uh some of the actors involved have come out and said some new things about the production that we're going to discuss and also updates on mandalorian season three some very very interesting comments made by giancarlo esposito the actor who plays moff gideon some some stuff that not a lot of people are talking about but it's because it was on an and a very small news outlet, which we'll get into a little later. And then, of course, some very interesting news about the production of the J.D. Dillard movie that was announced in February of 2020 that has seemed to been forgotten. But we'll get into it. So, younglings, welcome to another episode. I'm glad you could join us here today. If you are watching live, head on over to the chat and let us know who is here. We're watching, of course, on YouTube Live and Twitch Live today. And then we will be on the audio platforms a little bit later. So thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the YouTube, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And you're going to want to subscribe because we have an unboxing video coming really soon. My uh, Chris actually surprised me. She surprised me with this. If you guys don't know what this is, this is a... Let me see if I can see it here. This is a Dr. Squash Soap Bars by Star Wars and Dr. Squash. I haven't opened it yet, but I'll be doing an unboxing and review a little bit later today. But these are really popular right now, and I can't wait to dive right in. So I'll be doing a video on that a little bit later. And of course, if you're listening on the audio platforms, follow, rate, review, subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Overcast, and a bunch of others that I'm not really familiar with. I actually discovered we were on a new podcast outlet last week. Uh, it was an Indian an Indian podcast host that I had no idea we were even on. So that's, that's pretty cool. But anyway, let's dive right into it. I do see some people are joining us live, just whatever. Dan is here. What's up, Dan? Good to see you. Hope you're doing well or just whatever. Robin McFly is here. Here comes the boy. Hello, boy. And then Max, of course, is here. Max had an interesting tweet that he sent to me about uh, Ryan Johnson, actually, which 
maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, he sent it to me about five minutes ago, so I will try and bring that up uh, when I can. But thanks, guys, for joining us. We're going to start off today by me telling you kind of what happened to me this weekend. So like I said, I started a new job, and I, I love it. I really do. It's so much better than the last job I had. Um, for those of you that don't know, I work in the entertainment industry, and my new job is at CBS. I don't think I can tell you what show I'm on, but I'm working on a show right now. And hopefully I'll get to share that a little bit later. But another reason why we didn't have a second show last week is because I had my first concert since the pandemic hit on Monday evening. And it felt so good to be back in the in the music world and the first show in over a year and a half. And it was it was really special. And for those of you that don't know, I am a musician. Uh, I consider myself a musician before anything else, before a podcaster, before a Star Wars fan, before uh, a filmmaker. Uh, music is my life. And I actually wanted to share with you guys a little clip from that live concert, if, you, if you're interested. Um, so here is a clip from my band playing. It's only like 40 seconds, so don't worry. It's not too long. But this is a clip from the concert we had on Monday night. So I hope you hope you enjoy it's our song original song called to and from here it is So yeah, there's a, a little tiny clip from Monday's show. So I don't know. I just want to see more. Maybe I'll upload videos later. Um, but like I said, it felt so good to be back in the in a, the music venue space again. And uh, I'll probably share more clips later. But I see some of you congratulating me on the new job. Thank you so much. Cryer Speed is here. Welcome, my friend, the awkward reviewer. He is a, a relatively more recent uh, YouTuber and Star Wars Talker. If you guys haven't heard of Cryer Speed Reviews, I would, ch I would check them out. Uh, head on over to their YouTube and see some of their videos. Um, congratulations on the success you've had as well, my friend. Uh, thank you, Max. Uh, hope the new job you're happy with for a long time. I appreciate that so much. Uh, I do too. L unfortunately, this job is only going to last for about two months, but I think it will lead into another one because TV shows don't shoot for that long. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, thank you, Max. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Cryer Speed. Incredible voice. Yeah. So the singer of my group, her name is Aisa, which is actually our project's name, Aisa. And we've been playing together for about seven or six years, six and a half years. And these are, we played all new songs at this show, all brand new songs. So it was really cool to be back at the venue. There's some other exciting news I could tell you about, like with my music career, but I can't disclose that at the moment, but at some point I will. So why are we really here? We're here to talk about Star Wars. So let's talk about Star Wars. So let's start off with The Mandalorian. 
So we all know that coming real soon is the Mandalorian Disney Plus Gallery series. And we're getting a special episode this week all about the Luke Skywalker appearance in the season finale. Now, I don't know about you, but I was really disappointed when I didn't get to see the behind the scenes of Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian on the gallery series that they posted a couple months ago. I was very disappointed with that. And part of it was me kind of understanding that it was supposed to be kept top secret and they didn't want it to get out to the public. But now we're finally going to get these updates. And here is actually what um, Star Wars has released saying about this episode. And they say, in last year's season two finale of Star Wars The Mandalorian, the appearance of a young Luke Skywalker was one of the biggest reveals and best kept secrets of the acclaimed show thus far. The story of the cutting edge technology used to bring Luke back is the subject of a special extra episode of Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian. I cannot wait for this episode to see Mark Hamill back, to see Dave Filoni. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, but just hearing Dave talk about Star Wars is it's it's a special thing. And I could I could listen to Dave talk about Star Wars every day of the week, 24-7, but will suffice for this one special episode. It better be an hour long. It better be an hour long. I'm telling you, I, I need it. I need Star Wars content. You know what I'm saying? But some of the photos from the behind the scenes look pretty cool. Uh, you know, when this episode first came out, people speculated if it even was Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill himself in the outfit, or if it was just a stunt double. And this is confirmation that it, they actually used both. They used Mark Hamill on set and they used a stunt double for some of the actual action scenes. One of the main photos that they used is actually Luke Skywalker using a, a prop lightsaber, which I think is kind of kind of funny because He's using a little baby, a little baby lightsaber. It's not a full length lightsaber. It's really small. He probably went to Yoda to pick up his lightsaber because he lost his. And he's using that one because he's got to go pick up Grogu because he's Grogu's baby Yoda's. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'm excited to see the behind the scenes. You know, there's probably a visual effects reason behind why they're using a small lightsaber. But another thing that's really interesting about the shots that they shared was the stormtroopers on the ground. I don't remember stormtroopers being in the season finale. I only remember dark troopers. Do you guys remember? I guess we'll find out. Maybe they replaced the stormtroopers with dark troopers to keep that a secret on set. I don't I don't really know, but it's it's an interesting thing to to see. <laughs> um Robin McFly says a little baby saber, Grogu size so he can inherit it. So sleepy, stormtroopers taking a nap. That's another thing. I saw Free Guy. That was a Free Guy reference. Um, Free Guy was so funny. It's such a great movie. You guys should check that out. Um, another bit of random news is, you know, back on that subject of that idiotic conspiracy that Star Wars was going to change the name of Boba Fett's ship, Slave One, and into for the Lego release, which they did, they just named it to Boba Fett Starship, which isn't an official name change, but they have officially changed the name of Boba Fett Starship. They've changed it to uh, Fire Spray. Now, I couldn't find any official reports about like why the change or things like that. Now, uh, apparently, Fire Spray is the official technical term for that ship, but now it's officially called Boba Fett's Fire Spray. I don't I don't like the name. I really don't. Um, again, it it's it depends on the person. 
it, it's your own opinion. If you want it to be called Slave One, it's Slave One. You know, it, it's really not a big deal. But I, I just don't like the new name. I think it's kind of weird. Um, but it'll always be Slave One to me. And if you guys want to know more about that controversy, the Slave One controversy, I made a whole video about it dedicated to that. The origins of Slave One. You can go check it out um, in on my YouTube page and see for yourself. Um, there was something I forgot to mention off the top, actually, and that was about um, the episode I did last week. Now, it's last week's episode. I actually had a guest on my show, and we talked about the how an episode 10, a Star Wars episode 10, can save the Skywalker saga. Now, I don't mean that in a negative connotation, but I mean that in a way where it can resolve the trilo- all three trilogies as a whole. And I actually did it with a guest of mine, a new friend of mine named Sanj Krishnan. And uh, a lot of the topics of discussion were things that he has previously theorized on on his own YouTube channel called Inclusive Magic. And that episode has done extremely well on the podcast. The YouTube page, it, it's gotten, I think, 65 views, which is, it's okay, you know. But on the audio platforms, people are loving that episode. People love Sanj. And so we're going to have him back real soon on a live episode of Han Talks First. I don't know when, but there is a high demand for more Sanj. So he will be back. Don't you worry. Cryer Speed says that, yeah, he just remembers the Dark Troopers too. It's weird, isn't it? I, I don't remember Stormtroopers at all. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Max says, I personally also just remember the Dark Troopers as well. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. Maybe they probably just replaced them in post, you know? And for me, it's still Slave One. Political correctness with a sad face. <laughs> cool. So that's it for um, that. Now, I want to take a few minutes and talk about the Star Wars Visions trailer. We've talked a lot on this show about Star Wars Visions. It's, of course, going to be the first ever official anime Star Wars series. An anthology series comprised of several different short films made by different studios. We all know that, but they finally released an official trailer, and it blew me away, to be honest with you. I, I had my doubts about this series. But after seeing the first behind-the-scenes look that they gave us a couple weeks ago and now the official trailer, it looks phenomenal. It looks fantastic. And I think it's going to change the way we make Star Wars going forward from a creative standpoint. You know, these studios have been given full creative control over the story, over which characters they want to use. And even though they had full grasp at whatever legacy character they wanted from star wars it looks like a lot of them have decided to go with their own original ideas oops now i personally am most excited for the episodes by studio trigger the animation style for those for those studios is the most appealing to me from a visual standpoint so far and the stories both sound great and they've put in a lot of graphics from those episodes into their trailer and talked about it the most, which leads me to believe that those two episodes are going to be extremely popular with the fan base. Now, they released both a Japanese version of the trailer and an English dub. That in itself made me really excited because it shows that they're really being authentic with the whole anime approach to Star Wars Visions. One thing I wanted to talk about was the success rate 
of this new anime Star Wars series for Disney Plus. What is that going to be like? Now, if you think about it, this is actually going to be the first anime on Disney Plus. The first ever anime on Disney Plus. Not the first anime that Disney has created, but for their new streaming service, this is the first one. And let's be honest, a lot of Western audiences don't really watch anime as much as, uh, I don't know, Eastern culture, but um, there's a huge demographic for it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm very curious to see how people react when this comes out. I, for one, think it is going to be very tricky to predict the success rate for this Star Wars Visions. The trailers have done really well. The trailers, I think it has like over a million views right now for the Japanese version. It's funny because the English dub has way less. So it might be very successful overseas or in our anime communities here in America. Um, But it's hard to say if our regular animation Star Wars audiences are going to grasp onto this as much as the others. I will be watching both the Japanese and the English versions of this. Um because it looks so cool. And the other thing I'll mention about the Star Wars Visions is not only how great the different animation styles are going to be, implementing different studios, different takes, different styles, but the sound design for this trailer was absolutely incredible. And it was doing something that Star Wars trailers have not done before. If we think about the most recent five Star Wars trailers that we've had, in the the movie sphere, not television. They've all followed the same exact formula. It starts off with, if we look at the episodical episodes, for example, it starts off with Finn poking his head up, and then it introduces all the characters one by one, and then it gives you the big CGI fest pieces. And it really doesn't give you too much of the story, but they all follow the same exact formula. And the music is okay in the trailers it's very uplifting very um emotional and it uses like minor progressions in that but the star wars visions trailer was more commercial and more like other trailers we've seen from other studios outside of disney and i think that's what made it hit a little bit differently the sound design in it was most important i think and i think we're going to see traits that george lucas himself brought to star wars in this new Star Wars Visions things by creating new ideas, new sounds, new storytelling, but then also implementing Japanese culture into it, which I think is what I'm really excited about too. You know, Star Wars was, it was idealized from Japanese culture from the early seventies. And now it's going back to its home in a way. And it could be a success. It could, it could flop. Who knows? But right now it looks absolutely amazing and we're getting it really soon. So I cannot wait to see. Robin McFly says, yes, I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to the show. I know Robin is looking forward to this. Max says, I still haven't seen the full trailer, just the beginning. Max has actually been one of our viewers who is a little dubious about Star Wars Visions. I know he said he's not too um, enthralled with it, but going in with an open mind. Cryer Speed says it looks awesome. Yes, please. Robin says, yes, Studio Trigger is so good at what they do. They just celebrated their 10-year anniversary of becoming their own studio. Very cool. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool that they're celebrating their 10-year anniversary with releasing a Star Wars uh, short film. That's kind of cool. That's the other thing I'm looking forward to the show with as well. Is there? It's not television. It's not TV. It's not 
templated episodical stories. They're short films. That's what I'm really looking forward to because I can't deal with television sometimes. I just can't. And that the fact that we're getting full stories in one set, one seating is really great to me. I can't wait. The Elder Looks Sick, says Cryer Speed. I think so, too. That's one of my hyped episodes that I'm looking forward to. I think the view discrepancy is because subbed anime is watched more often than dubbed, but both have their own merits. Very cool. Um, I think that Star Wars Visions will do great with the audiences because I think mostly anime fans will watch it. I think so, too. And that's the other great thing about this sh- this show is it's probably going to open the door for so many more new anime fans because anime on a surface level, at least for me, wasn't that appealing because I didn't know really what it was or the the magic behind it. And it wasn't until Chris introduced me to some of the stories and some of the TV series that I actually was like, wow, this is really great stuff. And I wish I had been introduced a long time ago. So that might do that for some Star Wars fans and bring them into other shows as well. Cryer says, I would watch the Japanese version with English subtitles. That's how it is meant to be watched, I feel. I think a lot of people would agree with you. Now, the only reason why I am going to watch them both, both versions, is because um, I want to give a full review on these episodes from the from an actor's standpoint as well, like on the actor's portrayal of the characters. So getting the English versions and the Japanese versions, um, that's the only reason I don't think there's a preference for me, but um, that's how I am going to go into it. All right. We're 22 minutes into the show. I hope you're all doing great so far and having yourself a good Sunday afternoon. I know I am enjoying my cup of coffee here. By the way, This cup of coffee is brought to me by Moon Life Coffee. Now, even though they're not an official sponsor of the show yet, they actually will be, but not yet. um, I'm drinking some of their coffee now. It is a a coffee company created by two of my friends, Zach and Omar. Our plan was to have them come on the show, talk Star Wars, and then talk about their coffee company. They're both huge Star Wars fans. So, Zach, Omar... What are you doing? Get on the show. Come on. I'm not going to talk about your coffee for free. You have to sponsor me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That'll be coming soon. Anyway, let's talk about Lego. We're going to talk about Lego and then the Obi-Wan stuff because I know a lot of you are more excited about Obi-Wan. So I'll try and get through this really quickly. So we all know the Star Wars Lego Skywalker saga video game is well underway. It's supposed to be the most ambitious Lego video game ever they themselves has said it is quote the biggest and best ever video game made by lego now that is pretty high standards to have for their company but when you think about it it's all nine movies into one big video game that's pretty cool and it's been delayed three times now you know we should have had the game already we had a trailer for this game before the rise of skywalker came out so that was, a, that was a really long time ago. And now we're still waiting on this game to come out. But there is some news. Now, there's a convention called GamesCon. And they're having a live event on August 25th. So that is this Wednesday. I think it's at noon, if anyone wants to log in online. But they're 
at this convention, they are going to have the world premiere of the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga video game. So hopefully, since they're going to be premiering some of the gameplay, we're actually going to have an official release date. You would think that's what they would do. I mean, I really doubt they're going to show us gameplay and then be like, yo, guess what? We're delayed again. That would piss off so many fans. (laughs) Anyway, you know, they have the pandemic going against them. I get it. But come on. Release the game. Let's get to work. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. So, Lego, we have that to look forward to. Okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have some quotes here from one of the actors. And I have to say, the things they have said have made me very, very annoyed. And I am actually not looking forward to this series anymore because of what was said. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. These quotes have made me even more excited about the show. You guys know it's my most anticipated series coming. I could die happy after watching it. That's all I want is more Obi-Wan Kenobi. So they're good things. Don't worry. So the actress Idirna Varma, who is playing God knows who in the Obi-Wan series and was also in Game of Thrones. I've never seen her work, but people love her. She came out and said some things about Obi-Wan and her involvement being on set. So this is what she had to say. It's such a beast, like an octopus that needs wrangling, but I'm having a brilliant time. Obviously, I can't say anything about it, but director Deborah Chow and Ewan McGregor on the acting side have somehow made it feel like an independent movie. Everyone has input. They are no fraying tempers. It's all new to me and really embarrassing. I keep getting called out on staff, but I did play Princess Leia in the playground when I was six without having seen it. I had long plates so I could do the hair. I have watched all the old ones now, but I wouldn't say that I'm up to speed. I'm still not sure what what order they all go in. So these come to us from Derna Verma. In Derna Verma, I'm so sorry. The name is like a tongue twister. Try and say her name three times fast. So... Basically, what she was saying here is a a compilation of different things, one of which being that she has never watched Star Wars before being in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The fact that she has actually watched them now at this point, getting ready for the show is okay with me. Um, But she's the fact that she was saying it's like an independent film is what really makes me excited because Deborah Chow coming from the television side and also the independent side of the industry is going to bring to this show something that we haven't seen recently in this series you know jj abrams being a huge hollywood director he brings that element to it and then all the other shows we've had before same thing john favreau huge hollywood direction but now we're going to get an independent take independent artists differ from hollywood artists because they are how would you say they have to use resources in a different way and they also have a little bit different ideas. And it sounds like Kathleen Kennedy has given Deborah Chow a lot of creative control in this show. We do know that they originally had four scripts for the show and then they completely threw them all away and changed them to six scripts, six new scripts, new story under Deborah Chow's uh, leadership. So what do you guys think about these comments? I think it's really cool. I can't wait to see. There was another director recently that 
was compared to about making an a movie feel very independent but i can't remember who that was but hearing something like that makes me excited because it's star wars and you think you know they're gonna have endless budgets and things like that but she's still saying it's a beast of a project so this the show is gonna be huge it's gonna be great and it sounds like they're talking more on an acting standpoint and i just i can't wait this is gonna be great it's gonna be so great i can't wait to watch it i'm gonna see what you guys are saying in the chat here uh max i think the lego star wars skywalker saga will not release in 2021 i think it'll come out in early 2022 what what well that sucks but I think you're right. <laughs> Rural Farm Boy is in the chat. Hello, Rural Farm Boy. My, my favorite farmer has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being here. Robin said, oh my God, you got me for a second. Just a tiny heart attack. Uh, I know. I think I got a lot of people. Uh, from the Star Wars shows, I'm definitely most hyped for the Obi-Wan series, but I still more hyped about the future Star Wars movies. Yeah, me too. Um, I think just because I'm so such a huge Ewan McGregor fan is why I can't wait for this. Um, but that's it for Obi-Wan. Now, a couple other interesting things I wanted to talk about was The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, it, it, of course, was just announced that they are starting shooting real soon and production is underway, which means we probably won't get it until early 2022. But Giancarlo Esposito was actually talking to a fan a small boy, like a, a 10 year old boy and about the Mandalorian. And he was being videoed. I don't think he knew he was being videoed at the time, but when he was talking to this boy, he actually gave away some stuff about Mandalorian season three and baby Yoda Grogu himself. And I thought this was really interesting. I looked all over. I couldn't find anyone talking about this. So I wanted to talk about it here. So this actually comes from a news site W-R-A-L. And this was actually dropped last year. I'm sorry, not last year, last month. So like three weeks ago, three weeks ago, this was dropped. And so here's what he said from the chicken man himself. So Giancarlo Esposito said, I'm going to get this child talking about baby Yoda. It's for a different reason than people think. It's a special child, 50 years old and can see the future. We want everyone to know eventually on the show that this child can save the future. Who is your child? This is my child. What does this mean? Now, I could be wrong about this, but I don't remember seeing anything in the Mandalorian thus far showing baby Yoda's force ability to foresee the future. But Giancarlo Esposito says that he can. So maybe that's something that we're going to explore in season three. Even though Baby Yoda left with Luke at the end of season two, he's going to be in season three. Come on. There's no way he's not. But he said that he can see the future. And that is one of the reasons why Moth Gideon wants Baby Grogu. What future could be foreseen that would make the what's left of the Empire want little Grogu to themselves. And what could Luke Skywalker foresee with baby Yoda going forward on his end? It's a very interesting topic. I'm not sure what to make of it. And I'm not sure if he was even supposed to say this in this little talk he had with this little boy. 
again, this is on WRAL. If anyone wants to watch the video, just just Google that. You'll find it. Um, and let me see what you guys are saying here about this. Uh, Rural Farm Boy says, in my opinion, if Mando Season 3 follows LFL, how LFL may... What is Lucasfilm? Oh, Lucasfilm Limited? How they made Season 1. They'll put it out next December. That's a, that's a strong possibility as well. Sith Care Bear has joined us. What's up, my friend? Josh Anderson himself. Mr. Anderson. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Robin McFly says, Grogu. The prophecy is true. That's my Grogu interpretation. Um, Max says, well, Mando Season 3 starts shooting in September, but I think that it will start May 4th, 2022. Okay, here we go. Cryer is saying, Esposito is too awesome, great actor, but LOL, he says a lot in his interviews. He does say a lot. So, uh, I again, I'm not sure what to make of this. I think it's kind of a little bit of a tease to what we're going to see in the future. Grogu has force... Uh, sight, force sight. That's kind of a cool way to say it. But he can see the future, whether it's uh, re- whether it's like what's actually going to happen or whether it's a uh, premonition type thing. I'm not sure, but Grogu is able to look into the future and see what is going to happen. That is very interesting, and I think that's going to play into the story going forward. I'm not sure how, but obviously we need to know why the Empire wants Grogu, how they found out about Grogu, all this kind of stuff, and just some interesting stuff that the chicken man said, you know, I can't wait to see how this, how this plays out going forward. Now I do have one more thing to talk about one more bit of news and I don't believe it. I don't believe it to be true, but here is the scoop. So if you guys noticed on Twitter the past week, John Boyega has been trending more specifically, his character Finn has been trending and the rumor is that Finn will be coming back in a prequel, a FN two one eight seven prequel movie for Disney Plus. More specifically, the Disney Plus movie that is being made and developed by J.D. Dillard. Now, what am I talking about? So last year, February 2020, J.D. Dillard, the guy who made Sweetheart, a Netflix horror film, it was unofficially announced that he was going to be making a Star Wars movie based on Exegol and the origins of Exegol, the planet where Palpatine was hiding all along. And it was going to be written by uh, Matt Owens, the guy who wrote the Luke Cage series. And for the longest time, we haven't heard anything or any official announcements from Disney or Lucasfilm about it. And it turns out now that that script was rejected And he is now developing a new story. And according to this rumor, it is about Finn. And it's an origin story. Now, here is what they officially had to say about this. So according to the story, J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens' movie would be refocused as a Disney Plus show starring John Boyega as Finn. And it would tell the story of a pre-First Order Finn and jump forward in time to continue it into a post-Rise of Skywalker era if this is true this could line up with boyega's change of mind after meeting with kathleen kennedy the lucasfilm head as mentioned in the past how she'd love to continue telling stories with the main characters of the sequel trilogy and perhaps boyega accepted their terms and then started to change his public statement one thing that doesn't line up here is that if if this were the case 
that would mean that J.J. Abrams would be returning as well to produce this movie. But that is probably the most remote possibility here. The filmmaker is tied up at Warner Brothers and over a dozen projects he's lined up to produce, and some of them potentially to even direct. Now, this report, again, I don't believe. But what it is saying is, if it's true that John Boyega is coming back and doing a prequel movie, it is most likely that J.J. Abrams is joining him because we talked about this several weeks ago. J.J. Abrams said he would come back if it was to direct a character that he created. And John Boyega said he will only come back if J.J. Abrams is involved in some way and Kathleen Kennedy, etc. So, <laughs> look, I, I believe part of this rumor. The part of this rumor that I do believe is that J.D. Dillard's movie was refocused and repurposed. I think the Exegol concept is fascinating, but I don't think a lot of fans would have been keen to it because it is so random. For one, it goes against Star Wars canon was previously established about the homeworld of the Sith, which they've changed the name of several times, but that doesn't matter. And it also, you know, people really don't like the Rise of Skywalker, you know. But the fact that Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, Disney wants to change the future of Star Wars by going forward and doing a post Rise of Skywalker era is apparent. So I believe that in total. And I do believe J.D. Dillard's movie is being repurposed into a new concept. But is it about Finn? No, I don't think so. I don't think that, that there's a strong enough focus there about Finn in pre-First Order era. Because if you think about it, in the movies, he said that he was taken as a small child from a family he never knew, which means he was very, very young and trained to be a killer, a very uh, stormtrooper killer. Um, so yeah, I don't, be- I don't believe this is to be true. I think it's interesting. I think it's a fascinating story. I've said several times that I think Finn is a very underused character in all the movies. I would love to see more of him, especially him as a Jedi, which is what we were kind of promised. But having a standalone Finn movie, I honestly don't think that the character is strong enough to do that at this moment. I could be wrong, but let me see what you guys are saying here. So Max says, I hope that J.D. Dillard will make a Star Wars theatrical movie. I don't think that John Boyega will come back to Star Wars right now, and I don't think that the Finn show would come instead Rangers of the New Republic. And I think J.D. Diller worked at Bad Robots for J.J. Abrams. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. I had no idea. Maybe he did work at Bad Robots. The baddest robots of them all. Cryer says, yes, I like John Boyega. Please do our guy right. Make this a good story. J.J. Abrams did a good job in TFA. I'm so glad you uh, you like the Finn character and you want them to do him right. Uh, by the way, I also agree with you. J.J. did a great job with TFA. I was uh, thinking about The Force Awakens the other day and about how much I love that movie and how much great stuff is in there. Um so yeah, I, I think, I mean, a John Boyega story could work going forward. I just don't think him as a main character could, but my mind could be changed. We'll have to see. Robin says it would be nice of them to make up for how they completely sidelined Finn slash John, but it seems like a lot needs to happen for it to actually end up happening. Uh, yes, definitely, 100%. Um, but again, I 
don't think this is like actually going to happen because John Boyega is not really on good terms with any studios right now. For those of you that don't know, John Boyega was working on a movie and uh, one day he like disappeared from set. No one could get in touch with him. No one knew where he was. And then he called back like a day later or so. And he was like, hey, I'm having family emergency. I got to go. And then he disappeared. And then he disappeared on social media. It was like a huge conspiracy. It was re- really, really strange. But the rumor was that he w- didn't like the project he was working on and just dipped out. I don't know what has happened since. Maybe it's because he got an offer from Lucasfilm. Maybe. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay, Max is back and says, I think if the Exegol movie is still happening, it would be about Palpatine returned and build the final order. But this story was told in a Darth Vader comic, but they could retcon the comic. <laughs> let me let me talk about that for a second. So retconning in Star Wars. Here is where Lucasfilm has made a big boo-boo. And that is when they first purchased Star Wars. They said that everything from here on out is going to be canonical and everything is going to intertwine and a very ambitious goal. But then uh, they started having problems because they would retcon things in their own universe. Uh, the movies wouldn't line up with the books or with the uh, books. The books wouldn't line up with the comics, etc. And it, it got very convoluted. So, yes. Max, I, I can see a lot of retconning happen, happening um, because they, for one, they didn't, never had really had a plan. <laughs> That's the problem. The one, the one sector of Star Wars that is actually very uh, congruent and very strict in continuity is the High Republic. And that's because they've been working on it since 2014. They set up a plan and then they didn't release it until last year. Was this year? Anyway, that's the one thing that is extremely strict with continuity. So I don't know. They they've probably learned their lesson. We'll see. Um, Robin says Jedi Finn, please. Cryer says there's a great image of Jedi Finn. It's out there in the interwebs. Looks awesome. Well, you know what? I'm gonna look that up right now. Jedi Finn concept art. Are you talking about the concept art? Let's see if I can find it here. All right, looking for the official concept art of Jedi Finn. Uh, I think I found it. Nope, that is Wakandan. You know what? I don't think I can find it. My friend Cryer, if you can find that and send that to me on Twitter or something or Instagram, I would love to see it. Thanks for sharing. I think that John Boyega will return to Star Wars at some point, but not right now. I agree with your assessment, Han. I think that Boyega is out. We shall see. Disney loves to retcon their own canon. Yes, Sith Care Bear. The Sithiest slash caring bear in the world. Uh, I think a better name for JJ's company would be Bad Reboot. (laughs) That's actually really funny. That's really funny. Bad Reboots. Oh my God. How have I never heard that? Did you just come up with that? That's hilarious. Oh my god, that is fantastic. And he's doing uh, Superman next. It literally just does reboots. That's hilarious. Don't apologize for making that joke. That was, that was hilarious. Uh, 
Oh, fan made. Well, once you find it, send it to me. I'd love to see it. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it for the news today. Uh, a bunch of interesting stuff, you know, uh, a lot of stuff's going on uh, in the background. At some point, we are going to be, we're going to have a lot to talk about, and I can't wait. In in other news, I kind of want to switch to Marvel real quick and talk about uh, some things before we uh, end today's show, because, oops, I got to mute my computer here. Um. So if you guys are familiar with Marvel, they just released the Eternals trailer, the final Eternals trailer. And oh, my God, it looks amazing. It looks so cool. I cannot wait for this. Um, I don't know anything about the Eternals. I don't know anything about Marvel comics to, in general. I never read a Marvel comic as a kid. It wasn't until I was like, I don't know, 19 that I actually read a comic. Um, but it looks really cool. And of course, Shang-Chi just came out and the reviews are phenomenal, which is expected because they really focus their attention on their films that, that center around diverse characters. So uh, I can't wait to see Shang-Chi either. I already have my tickets. Uh, me and Chris are going on, on, on the day it comes out, which is on Thursday, the, the second, I think. So yeah, I can't wait for that either. Um, but yeah, the second, I think. Anyway, so I don't know. We're, we're going to have some more uh, Marvel episodes coming up soon, too, uh, with, with Chris, and we'll discuss the Marvel movies that have been dropping. We didn't do one about Black Widow, which is kind of sad. We also didn't review the ending of Loki, which is also kind of sad. I'm sorry that we've been neglecting that, but we're going to get back on it. I promise you. We've just both been so busy. Busy bees. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Um... Sith Care says we might be getting a Spidey trailer this week, possibly tomorrow. Okay, look, I I would if I was putting money down, I would I would put money. I would probably put like you know fifty bucks that we are getting a Spider Man trailer within the next five days because I think it's on Monday. On Monday, Sony is giving a two and a half hour panel on their projects that are coming up at the CinemaCon that is happening in Vegas this week. And I think because of that, they are um, going to be releasing the Spider-Man trailer at CinemaCon because that's their most anticipated film and their most highest projected box office film that is going to be coming out in 2021. So I agree with you. Spider-Man is coming. I think the trailer is coming out within the next five days. 100% I agree with you. What would be really shitty, what would be so shitty is if they released the trailer at CinemaCon and only showed it at CinemaCon. Because they've been known to do that in the past where it's only an exclusive for the, the theater exhibitors, people that book movies to go to theaters. But if the Spider-Man trailer shows Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland all together, they cannot keep that a secret. <laughs> I don't care how much security they have. It won't be kept a secret. So uh, that's going to be a great trailer. I, I can't wait. Uh, Max liked the new trailer. I was planning to watch Shang-Chi on September 3rd. I will be screening Shang-Chi on Wednesday. Oh, interesting. Where, um, where are you screening Shang-Chi? 
on Wednesday. You got a ticket somewhere? That's pretty cool. Oh, you're at CinemaCon. Oh, no way. That is so cool. I'm so jealous of you. That means you're going to see you're going to see the Spider-Man trailer before anyone else. You just checked into your hotel. That's so cool. Oh my god. Well, I'm so excited for you, Sith Care Bear. That is amazing. I uh CinemaCon this year is going to be great. There's so much to look forward to. You got Batman. Uh you're probably going to see some Star Wars stuff. I would imagine that's amazing. And definitely Shang-Chi. You're going to see that on Wednesday. It's great. That's amazing. No, you're definitely going to see Spider-Man. Don't worry. Or at least something on Spider-Man. I can't wait for you. And you get to see all the stars and things like that. The producers, the directors. That's pretty cool. They will make it exclusively. Someone will put it out on YouTube. Yep. Someone will put it out on YouTube. And you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Josh. It's going to be Sith Care Bear himself. He's going to leak everything for us. So thanks, Josh. <laughs> thanks for leaking everything once once you see it. Can't wait. I'm just kidding. We won't get you in trouble. Anyway, guys, uh, I think that's it for today. Um, I do want to mention again, you know, we are a growing YouTube channel. If you want to support us, you can head over to streamelements.com slash Han Talks First slash tip. You can submit your questions, your name, and donate to the channel, and we'll read them here as main topics on the show. Discuss them if you'd like, and appreciate your support there. Um, again, this week, later this week, we are Let me get it. doing an unboxing and a review of the Star Wars Dr. Squash uh, specially crafted soap bars as gifted to me by my lovely little lady, Chris. So look out for that coming real soon as well. But thank you guys for joining us today on this really short, well, it was 50 minutes, it wasn't that short, but quick episode of Star Wars, Star Wars Talk, Star Wars Sundays. Um, again, I'm going to have a guest next week. I won't say who it is now, but it's coming real soon. I also got something kind of weird to tell you guys, too. Um, I don't think I can say who it is yet, but I have a potential interview coming up with someone who has worked uh, with some people involved with Star Wars. Uh, I can't say anything about it, but oh, my God, if this interview lines up, if we can get the NDAs cleared and go through all their representation, uh, this is going to be a great interview. You guys are going to be blown away. And for this for this tiny little YouTube slash podcast, uh, this is going to be great. But I know that was kind of ambiguous. But as soon as I am able to tell you, I will tell you. But uh, we'll be back next Sunday, the 29th talking about some more star wars stuff so i hope you'll join us there we we start relatively around noon pacific time and you can follow me on social media at han talks first anywhere podcasts are found spotify youtube youtube um stitcher apple podcasts if by chance you have an apple account can you head over to the apple uh podcast han talks first page and rate review for me, fantastic. It helps out so much. Like, I can't even tell you how much it helps out if you do that. It, and um, it it just drives people more to the podcast than ever. So thank you for those of you who have actually done that already. I appreciate it. And give this video a like too. Right down below. Give it a like or a dislike. You know, if you don't like me, tell me. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for today. And now, my friends, somehow, some way, somewhere this week. May the force be with you.
So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.